As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences Each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I know a small amount of stress can be helpful, you know, like when we're encouraging our kids to like rise above the challenge. But like what I'm struggling with is knowing when it's too much for them. I totally agree. Particularly with everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, it's hard to know that balance as parents. We recently joined Little Otter and it's really helping my family. Their expert at parenting support is really great. allows us to message, schedule appointments, track our family's progress, all in the app. That's perfect. All the information online can be overwhelming and it can be hard to know what to trust because I don't know sometimes when they tell me to like just use soybean oil and I don't think that's going to work. It just adds more stress is my point. Yeah, soybean oil can be confusing, but Little Otter removes the stress and provides expert evidence-based guidance and support. Check out their website, littleotterhealth.com for more information. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening, watching, whatever, the Dumb Dad Podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> tripping into it. My name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, my name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Okay. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds in the NBA, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. You're just going to bet on the Seahawks? I don't know everything? who's... Yeah, it's all the money I have on the Seahawks winning the Super Bowl every year because it's a, definitely going to happen. That's good strategy. Yeah, coming from a Patriots guy, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Without going to Vegas, that drive back's terrible. Well, worse when you put all your chips in and somebody else takes them away from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Cheers, dummy. Cheers, pal. Uh, welcome in. Welcome in, everyone. Take a seat. 
you're probably already sitting in your car. And if you're not, sit down mm-hmm. while you're driving in your car. Or continue cleaning if you're cleaning the house. I listen uh-huh. to podcasts when I clean. Mm-hmm. You could be falling asleep to this What's because it's go-to? so incredibly boring. Do you fall asleep to podcasts? I fall asleep to watching videos. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm the opposite. I can watch a movie. I know. All night. Yeah. I like um, short stuff that I don't have to pay too much attention to or whatever, but I, I've i always been that, like, like I've always been like, like, sort of liked falling asleep watching something or that sounds mm-hmm. good to me or like I'm familiar with. I used to I mean, yeah. I fall asleep to Seinfeld all day long because I can see it in my head what's happening. Mm-hmm. But if I watch something, I'll put in, uh, that's honestly why. One of the big reasons I love Bluetooth headphones so much, I'll put like one headphone. I'll lay, lay on my one side and put a headphone on the other side. It was very low volume, so it's not disturbing anybody else, but I can just kind of hear it to just zone out and fall asleep to. Couldn't it's like it. listening to rain, except for I listen to comedy. <laughs> it's not the same as rain because the second <laughs> the video stops, eyes open. <laughs> I do say I set up and like I try my best to like I put a, I usually watch it on like a tablet, but I'll turn a timer on like, after mm-hmm. 45 minutes, shut it all off or something like that, you know? So it's not like, because I've woken too much, t- too many times in the middle of the night, it's on and I'm like, wow, what's going on? There's like a light, you know, like that kind of thing. So yeah, I've learned to like set a timer. So it all like turns off and stuff, but, but it was sometimes it's a podcast. Sometimes I'll turn on a podcast and just, so it's like, you know, you can lock the device and hear it that way. I'll do mm-hmm. that too. But yeah, okay. I can, yeah. Listen to something or you're like, I need to be a dead me. silence. Dead silence. No, I don't need dead silence. Yeah. Dead silence. No, dead silence is upsetting. Yeah, yeah. I need I need white noise of okay. some kind. So a fan is very helpful. Uh huh. You can hire the one we have. <laughs> oh, the one fan. Yeah, our one fan. I get it. You get I it. Get yeah. it. Got it. Um, so, so thanks for bringing in this uh, this scotch. Yeah, we went something went with something new. Went with some scotch, okay. which I know nothing about. Yeah, but. I'm kind of getting excited to learn more. The interesting thing about scotch to me is that, you know, like whiskey, there's good whiskey. You can try good whiskey and different mm-hmm. flavors of whiskey, but you can also make cocktails with whiskey. Yeah. I'm sure there's it's, ways to make some sort of cocktails out of scotch, but really that's not what scotch is celebrated for. It's correct. all the flavors that are just in scotch. And so it's interesting. I mean, it's kind of like wine yeah. tasting, you know, it's like this is from this region, which is why you may taste this or that kind of thing. Yeah. So in the beginning, it all tastes like scotch, and in the beginning, it all tasted it's like all wine. Oh, you, you know? left your whiskey next to the campfire. Yeah, that's wild. How I knew it. There's a hair. There was a. There's been a hair on this microphone. Is it tickling you? It has been attacking me <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> oh my! Gosh. It's been attacking you. It's just like I've been. Let's see if we can get him scratching my chin. If anybody watching this on YouTube is like Kevin's very thoughtful right Kevin's, now. Kevin's he's yeah. got a lot of thoughts. This is a lot of. Hmm. He's very considerate about his time. That uh, before he speaks. No, never. Not once. Got myself in a lot of trouble yeah, for that. I don't have any more time anymore. Uh, speaking of which, how was your week? I mean, the week wasn't great. Not um, great. There was the horrible news out of Texas, mm-hmm. which as a uh, a parent is a night as a parent of, of young children too. children in elementary school specifically. I think. Yeah. 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 It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, school, it doesn't but matter, it's just, but, uh, we had somebody reach out to us on Instagram saying, um, uh, Oh, I'm, you know, I've, I've got kids and it. It happened, uh, in our high school in November. It's terrifying. Yeah. And it's just like, just, it's, it's the, that normalized now, you know, it used to be such a rare thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it just sucks. It's so infuriating. Um, just the bickering about it uh, when it's just like 
kids are getting m- murdered. It and feels infuriating. Why to is know it a that conversation? I mean, it's just like if, if you want to talk to it in the terms of kids, like my oldest is hitting my youngest with uh, a toy. You take the item away. Yeah. And I mean, we're not going to get into the, the gun debate, but it's just so infuriating that people are just well, let me simplify. Pretending they don't know what the solutions are. Yeah, by, I, I agree by, with you there. By, by thinking no solution is a solution. That's what's infuriating. Right. right. Like we've been here for so long and it's not like, oh God, we've been trying this and we tried this. Maybe we could try this. It's like nothing is. I don't understand why. The, I mean, there's plenty of examples around the world of a school shooting happening 19 years ago in the UK yeah. and then they enforce really strict gun laws mm-hmm. and they haven't had one since we've had over 250 this year. I don't see how you couldn't agree that something needs to change. We can't keep, this can't be a normal thing. Yeah. Ben hard and preschool therapy is his name is his handle on uh TikTok. I'm not sure if that's I, his handle on Instagram. Probably I is. believe so. Um, he's great. And we, I, I sent him a video, uh, of his kind of reaction to it. And it was really great because he was, <laughs> it's not quite a dumb, dumb dad moment, but he was just like, uh, if your child is under eight, uh, they do, they don't need to know about this. There's no right reason for that. Right, right, right. And like, I'm like watching the video, not an hour after my daughter asked me what was going on. <laughs> and we, and, and we obviously, she asked you why that because you guys were upset. Uh, or yeah yeah she could see we were talking and we were upset and she was sure uh what's going on and that's the tough thing too because what he's saying is like easier said than done try not to do it in he, front of try not to do did, that in front of them he All did right, he yeah. did put a caveat there and he's yeah. like, if you do these are like obviously get to the get to the end uh get to the there's no state ha- the f- there's yeah. no happy ending but know that it's over state of extremely uh, simplified facts. simple version yeah um and, and we did really briefly, we didn't want to talk to her about it because I think in the back of our blizzard brains, we were like, she doesn't need to know about this at right now. What's at her age? What's, what would she be can't, the point? Yeah, I mean. What uh, would be the point? Eight's an interesting number that in the sense that like she couldn't even comprehend why that could happen or something like, so it's, it's sort of like a, you could, you, you would just go mm-hmm. around in circles forever because you, without, but why, but without why, giving it, yeah, why, without why, why bother. Why. Um, but yeah, it's been infuriating just like the, the, the stories that you're hearing now and the, and the messages. I, I, I saw a tweet today. Uh, I think it was Rex Chapman retweeted it and it was like, uh, this kid, this guy said, my 11 year old saw me crying and he came up to me and said, daddy, are you sad? Are you sad? And he said, yeah, I'm just, uh, are you sad about what happened mm-hmm. in Texas? And he said, yeah, I'm just really, I'm really scared. I'm really scared for you. I'm really worried about you. And this is awful. And his 11 year old said, to him, oh, dad, you really don't worry about it. We're, we, we train for this. Yeah. I mean, that's, it just goes back to like, and it's just like, that's mm, mm, fixing mm, the wrong nope, that's part of the issue here. By, <laughs> we're focusing on the wrong part of the issue here, but school should be a safe place to go and yeah. learn. Mm-hmm. End of that, sentence. That's it. But, um, speaking of safe places to go, it's <laughs> a transition. Everybody, we're transitioning out of this. It's I. I'm, we're going to transition out of it yes. because there's a lot to. I mean, yeah, we don't need to go into the weeds about it. We just yeah. wanted us. What is it? All the parents that were having the same thoughts. You're. We're saying having, having the same thoughts. Let's protect our children yeah. and uh, and listen to each other. I yeah. think that's all we really can do moving forward. But that being said, speaking of safe places to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> in scary situations, Target. Target nightmare weekend day <laughs> target 10 a.m. 
Memorial Day weekend sale. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it, in total truth. Not to make this, you know, because here's the whole thing: we bring levity to the the, the nightmares of parenting, right? Mm-hmm. Is what is what we do. But there's certain things like this week that that are scary things to talk about mm-hmm. and be involved in when you're a parent. It's, yeah. So I don't necessarily want to ignore them as well, but. What happened to me this week during all this is very interesting, considering one of the other scariest things personally as a parent happened to me this week. Mm-hmm. And all and sort of and also in the middle of all that, wouldn't you know it, Kev? Dumb dad moment, right in the middle of it. So it's, it's <laughs> I expect it's, nothing less. Yeah, expect yeah. So you dialed in and uh, this, panic. Yeah. <laughs> this not on my podcast. This last weekend was one of our close friends birthdays and she wanted to go camping she invited a bunch of people she found this really cool campground that only has like four sites but each site is permitted to have up to like 50 people cool so we didn't have anywhere near that number but she just invited like everybody like hey if you want to go camping Mm -hmm. you're more than welcome it's a huge space so it's really fun we went camping that's awesome we were you know doing the whole thing campfires the kids s'mores it was awesome the kids Mm -hmm. loved it the the night before we left, little Emmett, it, it, we all go to bed totally normal. Everyone's mm-hmm. feeling great. <laughs> Everything is totally normal. I couldn't be any more. It's how normal. it usually goes, to right. be fair. In the middle of the night, Emmett starts coughing, and he's and it's he's coughing in the middle of the night, but he's got he sounds like a goose. If you've heard that, like hollow, extremely dry cough that kid that kids get. But basically, what it Which was what, not great coughing not great Co- for the yeah, last coughing, couple years right we all tested too before we went yeah just to be sure we were going to be with people it's of like course kind of the thing to do now i think yeah you it's can get at home tests for free you do tests and then you go like, where are my glasses they're on my head where's my covet <laughs> test my COVID in test the glove by the keys uh and but my wife and i are kind of looking at each other in the tent like god that sounds insane yeah what it really sounded like i don't know if either of your children ever got uh what's called croup I, think, I believe it's C R O U P croup. It's kind of how at least how it's mm-hmm. how it sounds. Um, yeah, never but it's it. very typical when the kids are little. Like it, it's like a preschool thing that like kind of three gets, and under. It's like two to four, I think, is probably <sighs> a right fairly standard age right. to get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like as soon as we as soon as we um, put our son in preschool, he got it like within the first couple months. It's kind of like a thing that just happens. Overachiever. And yeah. What it technically is, is like <laughs> it presents itself in a cough and uh, that sounds that way. And it, it's a viral thing that attaches itself to another. So it's like if they get sick, you can get croup as like an addition to that sort of, as, as I understand it. Like a power um, up. Now, as you, if you, which I didn't know, if you get it when you're younger, you are susceptible to developing it again. Easier. Isn't that like the opposite of most diseases? Isn't it like not necessarily, but like usually when you get when you get the antibodies? Y- y- yes, but it it like presents itself as you're sick, and this is how we know you're sick. Mm-hmm. It's like a personal way that your body can like react to having like a viral thing. It's like it it's like tagging on it tagging okay. on because you're sick. Now he was sick like a week before we went, and we kind of passed around a small family cold, but really small thing yeah. like. Again, took COVID tests then, and it was a small thing, and we got through it. Would you say it was a croup effort? Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. <laughs> 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 
anyway, we get up in the morning and like the other parents that were there and my wife and I are looking at it going, that sounds like he has croup. I mean, that's what it sounded like. Were when you just walking around the campground with the COVID test going, tested him this morning. We didn't have any on us, but we were like, well, of course we're going to test when we get home. So anyway, so he was coughing like that all morning and we wake up Sunday morning and we're going to leave that day. Mm-hmm. And, but, and we're like, buddy, that sounds crazy. Are you okay? And he's like, fine. He, like he felt fine. It wasn't, his appetite wasn't adjusted. He, he hadn't like, he was snuck a, out in the middle of the night, smoked a couple. Yeah. Just ripped a couple of <laughs> Marlboro. Oak <laughs> California Redwood. So, but the thing, but he's like, I'm fine. I feel fine. It was, it was like, he just was coughing like that. And so we're sort of thinking like maybe like minor smoke inhalation. Like he sat by the fire a mm. lot the day before. Fair. And so it is what it is. So all that, so that's a bit of a setup, but all that to get to the point where we, we drove home Sunday again in the car, like reading a book, eating snacks on the way home, road trip home. It was like an hour and a two hour drive home. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Got home, unpacked, relaxing, got back to his devices. God forbid he was, they were away oh, from him for gosh. almost, for almost 36 hours. Did these all delete? He was fine. Went to bed that night. Fine. Just was coughing like that. Mm-hmm. So here's the event. He came into our room at like two o'clock in the morning that night, struggling to breathe. And like he basically raced into our room, got up onto our bed and was trying to communicate to us that he was having trouble breathing. He was in like full blown panic mode. Understandably. And even that night we put him to, to a bed with a cold humidifier in the room just to like, Maybe this could just help clear out whatever that little cough is. Yeah. So it's completely struggling to breathe. And you could you could audibly hear it as well. It I mean, it sounded like he was trying to breathe through a straw. It was, it was literally what it sounded like. And it sounded wet and everything. So we immediately obviously we're <laughs> up immediately. We're we're trying to calm him down. Yeah. But he's struggling to breathe and he's seven. And mm-hmm. so he was fighting harder and harder and harder for more air Mm -hmm. until he basically, I think what happened is his body calmed down because it wasn't getting enough air and he felt kind of tired. I was just sitting there holding him trying to, trying to breathe as slowly as we could and having him just trying to match, match me. But we're trying to go through all the things. What can we do? The first thing we did was get a COVID test and, and test him like within two or three minutes of him being in the room because it was yeah. like, is, is he, is that what this is right now? Yeah. And it was false negative or something. Right. We, you know, it, it didn't take too long before we realized like, it's not what it is. It's not what it is. And then the test confirmed that. And we're thinking like, do we bring him into the shower? It sounds like he needs to open his lungs up. How do you know, is, should we turn on hot water and yeah. sit him in the bathroom? And, but the more and more we listened to him, the more it was like, I don't, I really don't see how, Oh, you know what? The other thing was too, I will say a lot of this, is a conversation about technology during COVID and during lockdown, we bought a couple of those like finger um, blood oxygen testers. Cause they're like 10 bucks online. Mm-hmm. And that was a way of like, if you get COVID or if you start getting sick, you can measure your oxygen level that's in your blood as to whether or not you really need to be going to the hospital. Oh, those little clamp things. It's a little thing you put on oh, your yeah, finger. Yeah, they, we got those. They, and they, yeah. And they, um, and you know, they put it on your finger when you go yeah. to the hospital, like kind of, so we gave him the COVID test and then we're listening to him breathe. And it was like getting, it was just getting scarier and scarier. Yeah. And the time felt like the decision needs to be now. And my wife put one on his finger and he had, it was at 91%. Oh, 
Yeah. And like normally you're at 99, 100. And if it goes below 96, it's like, let's start talking. Yeah. And he was at 91. And it was like, which one of us is going to the hospital is right. what it was. The conversation was. And then it was like, okay, if we call now the ambulance, it's a five minute conversation. They get here five minutes later. We're six minutes from the hospital. Yeah. So I just got him in the car and I took off. Yeah. Um, so here's the reason I also say it's a bit of a, a bit of a um, technology conversation. The exact same thing happened to me when I was four years old. And my dad, when I was four, put me in the car and drove me to the hospital. And I remember, the only thing I remember was like being in the car and looking out the window and seeing like street lamps go by. Yeah. I don't know how fast my dad was driving. I doubt it was the speed limit. Sure. <laughs> so the difference being that your car's faster than your dad's. My dad's name way faster than my dad's. It's like a <laughs> Cadillac. It must have weighed 8 million pounds. <laughs> is that I decided I'm going to take him to the hospital. And the agreement I had with my wife is, of course, no matter who was going to go, was like, text me every moment of what's going on. Mm-hmm. My dad mm-hmm. took off with me 36 years ago. Yeah. And my mom doesn't hear anything for probably two and a half hours. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine that. Yeah. Now, sure. not hearing something. Yeah. Just what that. the result is. My son couldn't breathe. You left the house. I hope I hear good news later. Yeah. And I, we were talking to my mom and she was like, I was in the fetal position. I mean, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And my little brother and sister were there. They were probably two. Right. So that what's crazy about that is that like we're able to test his blood oxygen level at home, make the decision, and then leave. I know I'm four minutes from the hospital because the maps on my phone tell me so. I mean, I already know where I'm going, but I'm just saying like. That's how I know you were speeding because originally it was six minutes. Yeah, I got there in two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have this sort of thought process driving. Like I can't believe now as a father I'm driving my son to the hospital in the same situation that my father drove me. Mm-hmm. And, the, and that was just like, a, it was, it, I couldn't unpack that yeah. in any way, shape or form there, but it did hit me. It's all a simulation, man. So we can, yeah, time is a flat <laughs> circle, man. And, uh, so we get to the hospital, he coughs once in the waiting room and they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And I, I think in those situations, a lot of what I try to do is like trust the professionals. They're professionals in mm-hmm. every sh- way, shape, or form, all the way down to the people working at the desk. Yeah. And no one panicked when they saw us. Yeah. So I knew like, okay, this is going to be fixable. I, you know, we kind of right. guessed like his lungs are blocked. We just got to go get, probably maybe do a breathing treatment or something was yeah. what my guess was. So full Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Steroid syringe through the breastplate. I mean, who knows at that point? It's, it was just so scary. You know, when you, when you hear your kid like that and like the flip side is too, I can't imagine how scared he is. When he came into the room, he asked us if he was going to die. Yeah. That's what he asked us in the, in the bedroom. I mean like that, that kind of stuff, you just, it's weird, you know? Right. No, you're not going to, but I don't know what the answer is right Right. now. I just know that we got to go get you some help. So let's go, you know? And so we got seen fairly quickly. I will say a little side note. When we got to the waiting room, you know, of course, the waiting room game. What do you, does this person have? Why is this person here? How many? There's probably only oh, like yeah. four people there. But I would say we sat down. I filled out the forms. Within five minutes of that happening, a pregnant lady walked in the door with her par- partner probably. Uh-huh. And they were sat down. And before we got seen, they came and got a wheelchair and took her away. My wife had an asthma attack when she was pregnant with our daughter. And... uh you know, I don't recommend having an asthma attack in general, but if you're going to do it, 
maybe when you're pregnant, this is all bad advice. But my point was we went in there. <laughs> this is not an advice podcast. We didn't see the waiting room chair. Like we went in and they sure. were like, let's go. Sure. Which was because, yeah, you walk in, you go, oh, what's his story? What's yeah. his story? And the thing was like, my son was low blood oxygen, feeling tired, could, was walking slowly. I'm, I don't want him to get his, lose his breath. And so mm-hmm. we're just taking it very one step at a time until something drastic happens. We're driving in the car and I'm thinking like, I'm listening to him breathe because I can hear him breathe. I can hear yeah. him breathing, but I'm listening to it in the back of the car on the way to the hospital. And I'm thinking like, it's fine now to get there quickly. Yeah. But as soon as it escalates, I'm blown through every red light I can find. Like it, yeah. it, it was sort of that feeling sure. in my body. So when we get put in the room, the people come in, like the nurse comes in and then the doctor comes in within a couple minutes and they listen to him cough once because he's, because he's coughing mm-hmm. and they're like, well, croup, which was wild because they even admitted like not very typical in a seven year old. Sure. It's, it's for like two, three and four year olds. Yeah. But that's when we, that's he really when needs to let it go. Okay. He's, this guy, is for he's really hanging on this to this. for toddlers. <clears throat> so that's when they found out like it's, if, if that, if, if it happens to you before, it can happen again. Yeah. Not very common in a seven-year-old, but right. understandably, it happens. That's what the guy said. It happens. So a couple of steroid pills to, basically what was happening is like lungs were swollen from the coughing and, mm. and the viral infection he had. So his lungs are swollen, and so it's closing off his air. It's limiting his air. Yeah. And so steroids and like steroid air breathing. So anyway, we're like, it's a, it's like a breathing treatment that you do. It's like a cold mm-hmm. air breathing treatment to, to let the steroids kick in to like calm everything down. And within 20 minutes, he sounded better. And then within two hours, he sounded much better. He still yeah. sounded sick and you could still hear him breathing a little bit, but it was like more like we're when he went somewhere. to bed, you know, yeah. it was more like that. And they were just very calm and saying like, Hey, look, this is only like day two. This is typically like a four day virus. If he gets, if it happens again, just bring him back, you know, follow up with your pediatrician, that kind of thing. But if it happens again, bring him back. We'll do the same thing. You know, that's, this is how this yeah. works. The best thing for him is cold air. So now it's also very viral in between little children. So now I was sleeping in the toddler's bed underneath him for two nights. That's how we went. We slept with the windows open, humidifier. A couple of the nights I took him on like a bike ride in like in the trailer, he just like sat back in there and read his book, yeah. and I just to get cold air. They just get cold air into his body. Yeah. If you drive somewhere, roll the windows down, like that right. kind of stuff. Sure. So that, anyway, all we can. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Especially as parents, I think we find we feel out of control at times. But Noom is here to help people take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. The cool thing about Noom is that you can tailor it to your habits. Noom understands that everybody's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible. It focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Listen, we don't have time as parents. You got to find the little time. Personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. I think as parents, we would all love a little bit more consistency, right? So listen to this. 75% of Noom weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. If I finished 75% of the tasks I'm supposed to do at my house, it'd be in tip-top shape. Let's just put it that way. So... 
To start building better habits for healthier, long-term results, sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. The Dumb Dad Podcast is brought to you by AutoApprove. AutoApprove is the online service that makes vehicle refinancing easier and faster. Let's be honest, we all paid too much for things lately. Car prices are up, gas prices are up, renting a child's movie is up, and especially that last one is not worth it. AutoApprove can't help you with that, but they can help you with refinancing your car, and most people are paying too much on their vehicle loan. But in 2021, AutoApprove customers saved on average $164 a month, which is a great deal. If I can have an extra $164, I can have a nice dinner with my wife, put the kids to bed, maybe we order some sushi. Kids aren't going to eat sushi anyway. Now I want sushi. I get sushi on the brand. Don't believe me? Not only will you save thousands of dollars on your auto loan, but for all our listeners that refinance through AutoApprove, they will send you $100 cash to your mailbox. I mean, that's a pretty good deal right there. You got to go for it. AutoApprove will help you lower your monthly payment. And with AutoApprove, vehicle owners can lower their monthly payment, get a better rate or both. AutoApprove never marks up rates. The rate the lender offers is the rate that they pass on to you. Take your tailgate to the next level with more money in your pocket. To find out how much you could save and claim your $100 cash back offer, visit AutoApprove.com slash believe. That's AutoApprove.com slash B-L-E-A-V. All that to say, that was like the beginning and middle of our week, which felt crazy to me that Mm. that was the... Now, again, judging by how they're feeling and what's going on, it felt fine. But it was the scariest moment as a parent. That's scary moments, which felt like it paled in comparison to what was going on in the rest of the world. Sure. So it was like it was like it was valid and invalid at the same time. Very well. Wild. It was valid. What did you do? Right. So I'll what tell you what's happening. So little update on the preg- <laughs> little update on the pregnant lady. Well, as we're waiting for a couple of doctors to come in and whatever, she's a couple doors down having that baby, and she's not oh, excited okay. about it. Sure, <laughs> not not excited about it, but she's yeah. vocalizing all of the feeling of probably needing to have a baby in an emergency situation. Not sure if they were ever get pills or painkillers into her in any way oh, situation. Gotcha. It didn't yeah. sound like it. That didn't sound like it. The couple times they came by and were like, okay guys, we're just going to close your door really quick. And they would close their door Cause she's out there like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop it. Huh? Like screaming. And I look at it and I'm like, sounds like she's having that baby. <laughs> His eyes are like wide looking at me. Like it doesn't sound like she's having a fun time having that baby. So it's three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of what's going on with my son. Mm-hmm. We're getting answers. We're there. He seems to be taken care of now. And the answer is on its way. Mm-hmm. So that's when he's, he's doing the breathing treatment. They come in and say, can you, can, we're just going to fill out some paperwork here for purposes of whatever. Sure. They're rifling down questions for me. What's his, you know, uh, how old is he? This and that. I'd probably answer like, you know, seven or eight questions in a row. And she goes, and where was he born? And like, my mind went blank. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I go, uh, sorry. Um, here. He was born here. She goes, in this hospital? I go, no, in California. Um, Oof. and like, and then, and then the name of the hospital came to me and I said the name of the hospital, she goes, okay, but it's like a chain, not what, you know, of hospitals. So yeah. I go, it's, um, sorry. 
the closest I could get was the name. This is the name of the hospital. It's really close to this town. And that's as far as I could get. But I knew his birthday. I knew his everything else. But like I couldn't get that information did not come to me. And I looked exactly like the dumb dad. I mean, but again, in my defense, I didn't come up with it. I didn't come up with it. But it was like 315 in the morning. I had just been through this huge emotional experience. And she was when I was like, I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She goes, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Because she could kind of see. I was like, I was, was, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it was a dumb dad. She was like, I didn't. These are she felt it felt like to me. She's writing these answers in crayon. We've already called your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was the first part of the week, you know, and then which I said it was just been it's been a wild emotional ride and many aspects of parenting all week. But I still got the dumb dad moment in there. So I know you. (laughs) I love it. Where was he born here on this hospital? No, no. Um, That's really funny. I thought it was going to be that hospital. Yeah. But then, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the one down the road. Mm-hmm. And my, my wife was like, what did you tell her? And I told her the name. She goes, and you told her the city? And I was like, well, yeah, but the close. She goes, oh, they should have been able to figure that out. And I was like, well, you're very kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this town, get on the highway, get off at this exit? Yeah. Or maybe it's this exit. Can we look it up? Oh, the other mo- the small technology thing was once we're in that room, you're in the hospital, they give you a room. Now, we, we, we were never admitted. I think we were there for like f- almost f- in the ra- somewhere in the range of four hours. Yeah. And then we got to go home. But like I get in there and then the bars of reception went away mm-hmm. because we're in the middle of the hospital in a room and it was just like, boop, no reception. I was like, uh-oh, because the last thing I texted my wife, which was, we're getting a room now. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can. Get, but luckily they had Wi-Fi there, so I could I could cling onto the Wi-Fi and then text her that way. Because I was like, what was the it's time not going to go well. Texts? Probably five minutes or so. Not that long. Okay. But I, I happened to notice it Much when I went to go see her. if she had texted me or I was going to go, I was going to go update her with something. Yeah. And I was like, uh Oh, this is not, I can't like go radio <laughs> silent after telling her we're getting a room. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty great. It's on the birth certificate. You're going to go home and treat yourself. Yeah. It's something that you don't, it's these little things that, you know, and in, in the grand scheme of things, it was a, it was a, a blip in the situation that was handled. We, we made the right decisions in the moment, yeah. but it's those moments are scary. You know, those, those are the things that's hard to tell, you know, you don't want to tell somebody that like, tell me something I don't know about being a parent. Like sometimes they're going to come in and you're not going to go not, not going to know what to do. And you need to make the right decision in the moment. But how do you explain that to somebody? I don't know. I feel like that's most of parenting. I'm not going to know the answer. <laughs> you just better make the right decision in the moment. But I mean, you know, you sort of also do the, do the dance of like, I don't want to be that parent. That's like going to the emergency room for everything. Right. And, 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 and it didn't really feel like we're denying him going to the emergency room when he's struggling to breathe. But at the same right. time, you're thinking like, can I resolve this? Can I, can we resolve this here? Well, because also when you wake up with a start, you're panicked and you got to take a second step back. Oh, it's just a splinter. You know, there's right. Got it. Cause kids also overreact. So you have to, there's that assessment period of like, yeah. are you freaking out because of this? Are you hyperventilating because this yeah. happened? Like, yeah. So, but you made the right call. Great work. Anyway. Yeah. Wild. It's a wild. It's a, it's a wild it's a ride. Wild ride out there. Keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times and you try not to fall out, there, out of the vehicle. 
uh, have plenty of storage on your phone. You're going to want to record this. But it's, I think, you know, again, not to make the podcast too heavy, but these are the realities of parenting and we make levity of things, which we talk about, but it's, it's still the reality. It still happens to everybody, you know? Well, let's talk about my dumb dad moment. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's short and sweet. Um, uh, long time listeners know I'm on the PTA and <laughs> he's a PTA guy because I'm on the PTA. You should um, say long time uh, listeners know that you're on the PTA, but also long time listeners are trying to know you're trying to get out of the PTA. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's no getting out. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're locked. I'm in resigned <laughs> to knowing I'm there for a while. <laughs> you don't realize the first time you say, I think I can help out with that. Yeah. You've now signing a term sheet that goes all the way to your kids out of school. You're somehow now involved. When I said, I'm pretty sure I could help out with that. And the principal smiled. I could have sworn her shadow (laughs) behind her grew horns, but I can't (laughs) be positive. (laughs) Sweet woman. But (laughs) a chill went through me like a ghost went through my soul. Um, one of the things on the PTA, because uh, the, what we're allowed to do in our particular school is because we're PTA members, we have to have turned in our vaccination records and we have to get tested weekly and we're texted, uh, tested like on the premise. And if the, all that is clear, then we can go into the school to do PTA stuff. But they've also kind of had us help out with a couple of things, not much, like a couple of parent, uh, teacher helpers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe happened like once or twice that I've done that aspect of a teacher helper it's mostly just flyers but yeah it was mostly it was mostly for open house i had to uh, tape up all of the pictures the kids drew because you're the tallest here's the thing because i was the tallest (laughs) it's 100 why it's no question (laughs) having said that i was so happy to do it because it's my daughter's classroom so i was able to like hang out there see all the pictures hang on there i was in their room for like an hour i was like this is great i know there's other schools around the country that are it's it's Doors are open. Doors are open, and they were open and have and all stuff. Come to the teacher's land, grab an apple. Like still the way it is in California, which I respect. It's totally fine. Still haven't stepped one foot in his classroom. Yeah, it's crazy. So I know that that is sometimes an option. Cut to uh, this. this Cut to day. Cut to day. Uh, Interior of my house. Day. Um, (laughs) The PTA president uh, texts me. uh, I'm I'm here in my office and doing some work. And the PTA president texts me, um, do you think you'd be able to help out uh, at recess today? And I was like, I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and I'm like, that's cool. Well, because I know they have a lot of like teachers and then yeah, like, I mean, I could go wreck helpers. some kids on yeah. the four square. They're just like get a, off that, get off that, just give it back, stop pushing. You want to like, play tetherball again? Sure. Yeah. Guess what? You're not going to touch. Yeah. The ball. Watch you the, won't be touching the ball. You like the suck ball. Watch this kids. <laughs> <laughs> some recess is over. Mr. Le- Biff Mr. LeFarrier is so mean. <laughs> um, so I was like, because I see you see a lot of like um, teacher helpers and, and staff that help out mm-hmm. at, at recess is one of like their big things. Yard so, aids. Yard aids. That's, that's what my son calls them. <laughs> yard aids. Maybe that's it. I think that's what their school calls them. I yeah. Know, like yard aids. So my thinking is, that. oh, a couple of one or two of them are out. They need some help. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I was like, uh, I really would. I really did want to because I was like, God, that'd be fun watching my daughter play and the kids run around. But it really, I was like, no, I really got to get this work done. So I was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, do you absolutely need me? Pass. Uh, because I can't right now. So uh, is that cool? And she was like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I still, I still like, you're so afraid of controversy that you don't just say no. No, I don't. 
I don't. I hate. You're like, is it okay if I say no? Is it okay? Well, you still it, give her the option to have you go there. And I would. If she was like, no, we really need you, then I would go. Because I know whatever I was doing could have waited. And that's where what when it cuts to what I'm about to say next is like, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Uh, she goes, okay. She goes, it's really not a problem at all. We've totally got this. Do you think you could help out tomorrow? And I went, I was like, uh, for recess? And she was like, yeah, uh, for recess, but also maybe a little bit before because a couple more classrooms are coming to the fair. And I was like, that's this classic book fair. Yeah. She wasn't asking me to help at recess no. at all. It's that the classrooms at recess were going to the book fair. Yeah. And I was like, I told her. But you unpacked that, you detective you. Not three, days, sh- not three days prior. I was like, um, I can help you out next week. I'd love to help you out. So just text me and I'll try to make myself available. And right. then she texted me. I was like, recess <laughs> and then tomorrow and i was like what is going on in this school just like the book fair you guys are that, both dancing around that you aligned yourself saying to. the thing that you want she wasn't dancing she around she had had the conversation with me as far as she knew she wasn't asking me to help out with recess she was like can you help me out with recess you know what for you know what for <laughs> It's the hospital your kid was born at. <laughs> you remember, right? <laughs> of course I do. Grabs phone. So uh, on mute really fast. I helped out. Uh, I only helped out one day because this has been a crazy week, but I am helping out uh, tomorrow for pretty much m- most of the day. Um, so that'll be terrible. Awful for you, like to be there and have all it these actually, weird thoughts running through my. I'm, the, I took the, my the daughter to the playground fun. today, and I found myself like looking at the perimeter of the playground. Like it's that's to me is like, wh- yeah. Why is that thought ever entering my mind as a parent? Yeah. You know, but like anyway, but still jealous. You get to go watch the kids. I, I've always been actually interested, like because we get to go. Sometimes you get to go see their your normally. You uh-huh. get to go into your kid's classroom. You see how they've decorated it and where they've been learning all year long. But what's the what's the vibe on the playground? You know what I mean? My son. Well, there did we talk about this? How about my son happiness. couldn't? How my son couldn't do cartwheels? Did we talk about that? No, we didn't talk about that last week. No, I don't think so. He came to us. Um, so speaking of playground dynamic, uh huh. There has been a new girl that entered their class like within the last few months, like new, sort of halfway through the year. Entered the new, game. A new player has entered the game who who became quick friends with one of my son's good friends. Mm-hmm. So you know how that works. Now it's like, hold oh, on, now you're just good friends with this new person when we're good friends, like all this oh, yeah. super high drama mm-hmm. at seven-year-old mm-hmm. recess. They can all do cartwheels, apparently. Now, we don't know that. We don't know that those are... I don't know anybody that... Well, first of all, they're not good cartwheels, probably. But if they are, then congratulations to you. You probably were in gymnastics, but... Look at you dunking the first graders. Yeah. <laughs> and... uh but my son is like having one of these moments where he's like doesn't really want to do his homework and then he wants something to eat and you suggest something and he's like, I don't really want that. And you're like, what is going on? Because you're like having all kinds of attitude about it, no matter what it is. Yeah. And he, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell you this. He comes in the kitchen and I'm like, I'm going to help you do your homework. Let's sit down and do it. Okay. Yeah. And, but before we started <laughs> doing the homework, I said, let me ask you something, bud. You seem like you're a little upset by something. And I don't think it's you're upset by homework. And I don't think you're upset by anything going on going on at home. Tell me what's going on. And he goes, with a straight face, while starting to cry, he said, 
I just feel like if I can't go into second grade, if I go into second grade and I can't do a cartwheel or a backflip, everyone's going to start making fun of me. And then he lost it and started crying. Oh. And that was probably one of the best acting performances I've ever put on in my life because I didn't laugh. <laughs> and I had every reason to. You still have the bruise on your thigh from grabbing it so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's really going on is that these this new girl and these other friends, they can do cartwheels and they like doing cartwheels. And he feels super left out because he doesn't know how to do one. Just raw jealousy. And he was like, they can do them over the cement. <laughs> <laughs> And like, Without a net? Yeah. My wife springs into action, who can still nail a cartwheel, and was like, get your shoes on. We're going to the front yard right now. And he was like, she was like, we're going to start learning right now because we can take action on this and we can learn. And he still, I mean, he was horrible. He couldn't, he barely even got a quarter of the way doing. But yeah. the point was like, we went out there and worked on it. But like, the, when he's, the, the backflip that he threw in there was like, I couldn't get over that. Yeah, you're going into second grade without it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I go, first of all, who do you know that can do a backflip? Yeah. And like, and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, exactly. I bet one of the teachers you know walked by and went, that's nothing I can do a backflip. Yeah. Watch me tuck this and just like plant the heels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know anybody that can do a backflip. I don't think. Maybe one person. Yeah. If I was going to place a bet somewhere, I could pick somebody that, maybe could nail a standing yeah. backflip but i promise you i i promise you no one in your class next year will just be able to just nail a backflip it's a really dangerous promise it's a dangerous yeah, well, promise i had to do something <laughs> <laughs> but we're out there and what's funny too to to sort of put a bow on the story was like we're out there in the yard and he looks at my wife and he goes can you do a backflip and she's like no <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, now we're learning. Can we start learning backflips? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the audacity. This is great, but, but you what, what else like, can you do? Yeah. Yeah, you guys' cartwheels are cool, but check this out. <laughs> <And> just <laughs> tight little tuck and just, like I said, plant the heels, nail the backflip, and walk off. <laughs> if Let me say something like this. If you can do a backflip, entering into second grade, you're going to be the coolest kid in, in school. And he'll go, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. My entire point. You charge a dollar on the playground next year for everybody that wants to see a backflip <laughs> and just collect your money. Yeah. Everybody line up 20 at a time. 20 bucks, backflip. Leave. Next round. <laughs> Who's next? That's incredible. Well, good luck to him. Good luck, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how to teach him. I don't know. Just do a somersault in the air backwards. <laughs> yeah, reverse somersault. Do it all backwards. Yep. If I can't do a backflip, everyone's going to make fun of me. Yeah, they will. You uh, can't do a backflip now? We will switch schools if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I will. We'll enter you into the backflip protection right, program as a, a child. You'll go to a magnet that specializes in kids who can't flip any direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about putting your brain to work with two feet on the ground. That's right. <laughs> well that seems like a good place to leave it i think so right all right everybody thanks so much for listening if you guys have a uh if you have your dumb parenting moment and we have a couple that we're gonna read maybe next week uh at least we get to one more um, we got them coming in they're great yeah. they're fun to read uh you guys can email us dumbdadpod at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram where our handle is at dumbdadpod which is also our handle on tiktok and twitter 
Guys, get some merch. Father's Day is coming up. Mm -hmm. Get some merch for yourself, your father, your husband, just a dumb dad that you know, or how about somebody who's about to have a kid? Maybe it's about to have a kid. Yeah. We're also on Cameo. If you guys want to, if you guys want us to send a very nice, thoughtful message, we prefer to roast them, but we're happy to do. I was like, what do you mean a thoughtful uh, message? Go to our Cameo. The links are all in our our bio on our social media. (laughs) Uh, We'll also put links in the show notes. Um, you can check out our cameo videos if you're like, what even is that? Because I didn't know. Um, oh, yeah, you, they're on there, right? They're the example. You can see our videos that we have posted in the past and, and check them out if you guys want us to do that. We really enjoyed We did so many last year for Father's Day and we would love to do. They were fun. We'd love to do some more again, but we, again, we have some merch. We have all that. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please uh, rate and review. That always helps us, uh, helps push us up there. Subscribe. And uh, thanks as always to Adverdu on SoundCloud for the beats the intro outro and thanks as always to my lovely wife Annie for editing this podcast I would also say really quickly also in terms of now that they know the address where they can send stuff in send us your backflip tutorials because like I can't even do one and if you've never done one before definitely send us your backflip tutorials 100% how you think it might need to go how you, what you think it I mean I could bet I bet I can explain how to do we one we are not liable if you get injured <laughs> <laughs> Send us your backflipping attempts at uh, dumbdown.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ready for a joke? Yes, please. Send us out there with a joke because that's that's how we do it here. You ready? Yep. What did the beaver say to the tree? Uh, would you please go away, damn it? Oh, that's pretty good. I, you got a lot of little little <laughs> words in there. The beaver is centric. Yeah. I like that. But it's not. It's uh, It's been nice gnawing you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a damn good joke. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.